I'm going to come right out of the gate and I'm going to just say it. Twitter is not my social media platform of choice. I like the photos of Instagram and the business talk of LinkedIn and the conversational tone of Facebook. And if I'm being honest, let me share with you one of my biggest weaknesses, brevity. Brevity has never been my forte and it's at the heart of how Twitter works. That said, there are reasons and countless ones that authors still use Twitter and love to engage on it, and they should. Today, I'm going to give you the skinny on all of those reasons and why you might want to consider Twitter as a part of your social media strategy. Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fager, and Empower is my middle name. Okay, well, not really, but I still think it maybe should be. <laughs> I believe that empowered people empower people, and I'm obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author, with impactful marketing strategies to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it and want it and will buy it. I'm the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR Group and the author of several books myself, including my most recent one, Make Your Author Impact, Sell More Books, Increase Your Reach, and Achieve Your Why. I've been called to merge my love for reading books and writing books and marketing books to help nonfiction authors with laser-focused strategies and tactics to write books that sell, promote books to those who need and want them most, and build meaningful businesses from empowering messages. I would love it if you would think of this podcast as your one-stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, who has done that, and understands exactly where you are, because psst, I do. So get your pins ready, because I'm ready to empower you. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. As with many things in life, some social platforms are here for a season, and I can't dive into today's episode without acknowledging that we are in the thick of the winter season here in Kentucky. Actually, I am recording today on Christmas Eve because it has been wild with the weather. I've got two little children with birthdays in December, which are super exciting, but on top of it, we've had like an Arctic storm here in Kentucky. As I am recording right now, people are pretty much locked in their homes, people are stuck on highways. It is crazy. It is crazy. And so I'm sending prayers and thoughts and love to everyone who is traveling, that everybody is embracing what the season offers and also being very, very safe. But pivoting back to social media, some of the social media platforms out there are seasonal. They come in and they leave as quickly as they come and others stick around for decades. During this season of the Empowered Author Podcast, I've been really highlighting a lot of the platforms that have the longevity, right? That have purpose for authors to consider and have been around for a bit and will stay around, or at least we hope. And Twitter is one of them, I think. <laughs> it's never been my platform of choice though. Honestly, truly, Scout's Honor, mainly because of its belief that less is more. And that is not the Scout over here. I always love more. More is more. But Twitter is jam-packed with value for authors and writers and authorpreneurs, and I couldn't leave it out of the social media stack. So it might be a very good fit for you. Now, before we dive into how to use this platform, I would love to take a minute to walk you through a little bit about the Twitter's history, its value, who's on it, some stats. So there are some important stats I'd love to highlight from an article that I found from The Social Shepherd, and I'll include information about that in the show notes, but here goes. So back in 2006 is when Twitter began, and it began as a micro-blogging platform, meaning 
you had 140 characters to do tweets or posts. And that was the name of the game, y'all. Tweets were born with very, very, very few characters to work with. Nowadays, thank you, Twitter, we get at least double that. We're up to, what, 280 characters that are allowed. But still the focus is on short, succinct messaging. It reminds me of my favorite author, Mitch Album. I love reading his books. In fact, usually every year for Christmas, I get his new book. And I was looking recently, and he doesn't have a new one for this year. I'm so sad. But that's an aside. What I love about Mitch Album is I can read his book in a couple of hours in one sitting. It's short, it's sweet, it's tight, because every single word he writes is purposeful and powerful. And on Twitter, your words have to be too. Now, Twitter is the 15th most popular social platform, and it falls behind Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and Pinterest. So it's not the most popular, but it has a purpose. 10% of Twitter users are responsible for 92% of tweets. Okay, let me say that again. 10% of the users are tweeting the 92% of the tweets that are out there. So a very focused group of people are the ones sharing the content. So this tells you a couple of things. It tells you most Twitter users aren't actually active on Twitter and sharing content. They actually go to Twitter to consume it. So that's interesting. And maybe that means that there's space for you. Now, when people are turning to Twitter, they are turning to Twitter specifically for news, actually. In the U.S., the main reason people are using Twitter is for news. That brevity, those one-liners, will draw them in on what's going on and what's happening in the world, and it will direct them to the news channel websites or others to get more information if they'd like. Based on this article, there are what? 396.5 million global users, which is pretty immense, and 450 million monthly active users. At least 500 million tweets are sent daily. And I think this is the most important. 52% of those tweets back in 2020, when these stats were gathered, came from Generation Z. Those are people who were born between 1997 and 2012. So we're talking 25 to 34-year-olds are the most popular age group that are using Twitter, and about 70% of them are male. It's always interesting to me when we uncover who are the people actually using the platform, and it's actually considered the top platform for brand interaction which I also found interesting. So if your target readers or your clients fall within that age range, it might be a good fit for you. Or you may find another valuable reason to be on it because Twitter is actually a meaningful news source for many. You know, those succinct messages allow for focused conversation and quick engagement. However, many media outlets and influencers are leveraging the platform too. And I've found that Twitter is a great tool for authors to engage with their readers, connect with influencers, and provide provide updates. The self-publishing school has a couple of other things that triggered interest to me in my research for this topic that I want to share with you. They reminded me that authors are also using Twitter for things like, of course, connecting with current and potential readers. Of course, we know that. The goal is to sell books, right? That's our goal always, or to build and grow your business as well. But there's another reason publishers play on this platform. So if you are wanting to be traditionally published, Twitter could be a great avenue for you to connect with 
publishers, but specifically with literary agents. I have many friends who have been exploring traditional publishing and have gone to Twitter to build relationships with literary agents and has actually opened many doors for them. Also, media outlets, reporters, influencers, thought leaders, etc. use this platform. So you could potentially tweet, retweet, respond to a tweet, all of that stuff to media outlets who have shown an expressed interest who are looking for stories and it could be a door opener for you. So see, there is value in Twitter and there is definitely value in it for authors. But we have to start with the infrastructure. Remember, I'm a believer in spaghetti throwing when the spaghetti will stick. And if you have no platform or infrastructure set up, the spaghetti will always fall off the wall. (laughs) So let me walk through some recommendations for Twitter infrastructure and profile updating. Specifically, let's start with the type of Twitter account you would like to have. Twitter, I recently found in preparation for today that Twitter has some new ways that the accounts can be set up. Your account can be set up. It used to just be personal, a personal account. But now as a professional, you can turn on either professional or business. Now, a professional account is great for public figures, artists, influencers, and a business account is great for brands, retail shops, service providers, and organizations. I will be completely honest, it appears from my perspective that this is a new kind of exploration for Twitter, and I don't see the negative or the difference or the positives of each of those separately. It just seems to me that having one of those two accounts is better than not having either, because it allows you to do a couple of things. First of all, it allows you to select a category and acknowledge it on your account. This category lets people have a little insight into who you are and what you offer. And I like that. I like that a lot. It also allows us a space to highlight our products and our content and services on Twitter. Now, I am noticing that that has not been turned on fully for me quite yet, but it's coming. I am confident. If you are an author who is leveraging your book in alignment with your business, it does have the ability for you to turn on a location, which might be really helpful as well. It also appears that professional accounts are really a door opener for professional tools that you don't get anywhere else, such as Twitter ads, quick promote, advanced profile features, etc. I'm always a believer in turning on a professional account on any platforms if you can do it because it unlocks things that you don't get on a personal account. And listen, we're authors. We want to turn those things on. So back to your profile. Now, Twitter is known for brevity and your profile is a perfect indication of that as well. Let's start with your photos. You get two opportunities for photos on Twitter. You can have a headshot and a background photo. Both of them are opportunities for beautifully branded photos. For your profile photo, I highly recommend a strong author headshot. And listen, y'all, I'm a believer in having beautiful headshots and in getting new ones on the regular. I just believe in our visual world. People need to see different parts of you. As you grow, your photos should evolve with you. The background photo is a beautiful place for brand identity. It's a great place to put photos of your book stack. 
that make sure that it's consistent with all of the promotional materials and social media platforms that you are using. In your bio, you get 160 characters to share information about who you are, what you do, and the transformational experience that you offer people. So I want you to look at that bio and make sure it does a couple of things. First, I want you to make sure it actually speaks to who you are. Make sure you have author in there. <laughs> make sure it acknowledges who you are and and who you want to help. I also want you to focus on the value that your book gives to others. So if you're struggling with what that 160 characters should be, I want you to reflect on why you wrote your book and ensure that you incorporate that into your bio because it will help with your searchability. Be thinking too about your target audience. What will they be searching and how can you include that in your bio so that when they are looking, you are their solution. If you want to include a hashtag in your bio, you could, but I wouldn't go hashtag heavy because you have very few characters and too many hashtags could come across here a bit too promotional. You also get the opportunity to include your website and your location. So make sure you use your website. I'm a big believer that authors should have a website. If you don't have one, maybe link to your LinkedIn professional page or something like that. Also, in regards to your location, you can incorporate your city, your state, your country. You could go all of them or just one of them. But I do think it's nice to have something because local people might be looking for speakers, local organizations, and you might be a good solution for them. It's important to make sure that the social media platform has the same messaging and branding elements as your website and your other social media handles. So review that bio. Also ensure that your photos are in alignment with your book and your business goals. All right, you're set up. You've got your profile. You've got your account. You know the purpose of why you're on here. Now we need to start using it. All righty, brevity is your friend, not your foe. (laughs) Bite-sized messages with the right hashtags and links are going to get you the best ROI for your tweets. Because you're limited in post character count, I want you to consider posting more frequently to this platform. In fact, you're going to have to because what you post will be gone in a split second. This platform and its algorithms value constant posts, constant tweets, which is why honestly, many times I don't recommend Twitter for authors because Because even if your target audience is on this platform, that is a large undertaking for you to navigate and maintain. Instead of just doing one post a day and finding a lot of value in it, you're going to have to tweet regularly and that can be overwhelming. But that's a side note for another day. What types of tweets might you do? Well, here's a couple things to think about. You could do book promotional tweets, such as book quotes or book excerpts. Maybe you're writing a new book and you want to give a little bit of insights into a special part of it. So pull out, do a little pull out quote. Maybe ask some questions of your potential readers. See what they might be interested in. You could incorporate some testimonials or even provide insights into what it's like to write the book. People will find that very interesting. You could also post your thought leadership. I'm a big believer in thought leadership. This could be little blurbs from your blogs or a call to action to go listen to it, or maybe podcasts you're hosting or that you are on. Stuff like that that gets you media interviews, things like that that really allow people to hear your perspective and how it's unique to you and your space. 
Finally, if you keep everything business on Twitter, it'll probably fall flat. People want to get to know you, and that's true on all social platforms, if we're being honest. So I want you to make sure that you don't negate or neglect the personal element of you, and maybe ensure that you're incorporating that into your tweets. So be funny if you're funny. If not, you know, nobody likes some forced humor, but incorporate humor. You can be personal. Uh, Share a little bit about who you are beyond the author. Acknowledge maybe some personal thoughts or advice and tips, right? And it doesn't always have to be in alignment with your content pillars. It could be just about you as a person as well. Hashtags also are an important part of the Twitter game. I found a really insightful piece in the Urban Writers that acknowledges hashtags. They recommend that two hashtags per post is the perfect amount. It was kind of freeing. You don't have to go crazy looking for hashtags. They acknowledge that really the point is to find the right ones, the relevant ones. So start with identifying what your target reader or target clients are looking for and tagging. Are they getting excited about things or not? Well, this will help you and maybe you can engage with their tweet and then start utilizing that hashtag. You could also make your message relevant. So if there's something happening in the world today, is there a tweet that's going around? How can you hop in to that conversation? I hate to say this, but I almost feel like Twitter is a lot like how media works. Back in the day when I would work with the media on the regular in my previous life, my previous business and PR specific, organizational PR, we always would say if it bleeds, it leads, which is so depressing, but so true. In the media, if it is controversial, if it is thought-provoking or something that's going to really shake people a little bit, that's going to be what is above the fold. That is what's going to be on the, you know, five o'clock news, right? So I want you to be relevant by identifying what is happening in the world today and how can you make your message connect to that. People want to hear people's thoughts on relevant, timely topics. So how can you be a part of that conversation? Finally, Twitter is a dance. That's what I like to say. It's like a dance. It is this this constant dance between being followed and following. And not the creepy kind, y'all, the good kind. You want to make sure you are following the right people, right? And you want to make sure that you are being followed by the right people. So how do you do that? Well, start by interacting with people that you want to follow. So start following influencers or people that would be valuable in your world and other writers. You might also find people that you could follow that are readers that are following certain hashtags and you can follow, start by following them. If you just follow these people, they might never know you exist. You need to engage as well. And as you're engaging you are retweeting, you're commenting, etc. Those people may, on the flip, follow you. I think it's good occasionally, every few months or what have you, to take a look at Twitter, your, who you are following and who you're being followed by, and evaluate who you're following. Are those the right people still? Have you gotten the follow back, etc.? You want to ensure that you have a beautiful kind of connection between the number that you're following and the number you're being followed. If you are following way more people than you are following back, I think that's an indicator that you could possibly be going a little bit deeper in your engagement and ensuring that you are getting the follows back. The way for you to extend your reach on Twitter is to make sure you are being followed. That way people can actually see your tweets. Twitter's a little complicated, but you all have got this. (laughs) I know it, and I believe in you. 
All right, I may be sold on giving Twitter another shot, maybe, especially since it allows now for photos and videos, and that makes me happy. And I could probably become a better writer by testing out my ability to have more pithy, impactful points. Hmm, we will see. But for you, it may be a perfect pairing in your social media charcuterie board. As with most social media platforms, the best way to learn, honestly, is to just start. You can always adapt your approach and strengthen your strategies. Get in it, get comfortable, learn your way, and it will work for you. Whether you are a Twitter loyalist or a Twitter novice, somewhere in between, Twitter might be the right place where you can reach your target reader, so using this platform may be a good fit. Now remember, we have a handy tool to help you this season. If you visit the empowerprgroup.com slash social media, you can download the author's guide to the social dilemma where you can follow along, take notes, and uncover how you're going to tackle social. Also, we are here to help and we love helping. Social media is a specialty of ours and we love offering digital presence audits as well as helping authors update their infrastructure, create content pillars and a plan, and even develop graphics and content accordingly. If you could use that help, reach out, go to empowerprgroup.com slash connect, and we can have a conversation. All right, author friend, thanks for listening today and throughout this whole season and for saying yes to becoming empowered. As you know, I'm truly a believer that empowered people empower people. I really believe this, y'all, totally. And it's so much fun empowering you. Now you get the baton and it's your turn to empower others. 